Hello, and welcome to the In the Word podcast. This is the podcast that will help you to understand God's Word, build a stronger relationship with God, and develop habits that will help you love God and others better. And now, here's your host, Trevor Pope. Hey, what's going on, family? Once again, welcome to the In the Word podcast with your boy, Trevor Pope. Just want to say thank you guys for joining me. I pray that you guys are having a great week so far. Uh, as you all know, or may may not know, we are uh, back to doing our podcast weekly. So don't forget to tune in every week. Uh, we will be here uh, just striving to encourage you, you know, in, in these times that we're in, you know, encourage you to focus on the Lord, to continue to hold on to your prayer life, your word life, your fasting life, whatever it is that is keeping you uh, one with the Lord and keeping you, you know, on the side of righteousness and not falling into, you know, a lot of the things that we see happening in the world. And, you know, just thinking about that, you know, there's been a lot of conversations going on um, with me, with friends, um, just online, you see a lot of conversations, just hearing, hearing you guys talk in the comments, you know, about, you know, how crazy the world seems to be getting, you know, it, it seems like it's, uh, going haywire at a, at a high level and very quickly. And, you know, obviously when you see things like that, it is very disturbing, you know, to many of us, to everybody, you know, whether you're saved or not saved, you know, to see the things that you're seeing, to hear the things that you're hearing that's happening all over the world. Um, it is very, uh, sad to hear. It is very discouraging to hear, you know, but, um, these are the things that the scriptures talked about. Um, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine, uh, Bryant, and I was saying to him, you know, on one hand, it's good. It feels good to see what we've always believed and stood on, you know, meaning, you know, um, our relationship with Christ, our faith in God, our, our belief in Jesus Christ, you know, that he came, died for our sins, rose from the grave, you know, um, so that we might be saved, you know, all of these things we stood on when we was mocked and laughed at, oh, the church is taking advantage of you, all of these different things to now see what the Bible says would play out in these last days to see it, you know, even at a heightened level is good because we have our confirmation. But then on the other hand, you know, it's kind of sad to be living it out and watching it firsthand it is definitely hurtful, but we are thankful. I know I am thankful um, for the word. I'm thankful for the prophecies of old, you know, of the old prophets just telling the end times and the things that will happen, God giving them those words and that inspiration. So, you know, I appreciate that, but definitely to be living in the times of the last days, you know, um, it definitely is you know, it, it can, it, it can be a bit much, you know, but like I said, not necessarily in a negative way, but just to see the world passing away, you know, dying and just seeing the things that's happening as it is dying. Um, it's definitely a bit much, you know, but you know, one thing we remember what the scripture says, um, about the last days in, in, in one of the scriptures in second Timothy and three, uh, verses one through five, it says this know also 
that in the last days, perilous time shall come. So this is what the scriptures told us, you know, thousands of years ago. This know also, this is, this is Paul talking to Timothy. This know also that in the last days, perilous time shall come. That word perilous is where we get the word peril, which is exposure to injury, loss or destruction, grave risk, grave jeopardy, danger something that causes or may cause injury, loss, or destruction once again. So this is what we're seeing. You know what I mean? Like these times that we're living in, we're, we're seeing uh, injury. We're seeing, you know, destruction. We're, we're seeing danger and jeopardy. And he's also talking to Timothy, you know, from a standpoint also that, you know, these things are going to come against the people of God, right? You know, we see it happening in the world as a whole, but, you know, the Bible also talks about in the end times how, you know, the anger uh, that we see, the the love of many waxing cold, and I'll read that scripture in a minute, we, we see that, you know, these individuals are going to turn on those that stand on the word, those that, that, that love God, those that believe that the scriptures, that the Bible is the absolute truth. So, you know, it's not only going to get bad for humanity um, as a whole and within itself, but also for the people of God. And and, I, and I'm not standing here and, and talking like I'm looking forward to it. You know, like, you know, you got some people pump their chest out. Oh, I'm ready to die for Christ. I'm ready to be a martyr. I know those are things that has to be done, but not necessarily am I looking uh, for that. But you know, if that day comes and I have to stand for Christ, I just believe by faith and with his strength, I'll be able to stand bold and claim that Jesus Christ is Lord. But if, if that's a, a cup that I don't have to drink, then praise God, you know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm all for that. But just like Jesus said in the garden, you know, if he says, if this cup may pass for me, you know, um, you know, please take it. But he says, nevertheless, which means however, but you know, not my will be done, thy will. But let me read what it goes on to say. So the first verse says, this know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come for men shall be lovers of their own selves. As we read in these, let's, let's think about what we're reading and, and let's look at the world today. And, 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 and it's been this way for a while, but just the way that it has just heightened and, and everything just seems to be moving so much quicker and so much more aggressive. But it says, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, bolsters, proud. Look at the internet. We all day long, blasphemers, disobedient to parents. We see what's happening with the children and what's happening to the children. Unthankful, unholy. And that's just not meaning just children. Disobedient to parents could be somebody 40, 50 with 70 year old, 80 year old parents. So we're not just saying just children in themselves, but we do see what's going on with the rebellion, with the teens and all of that stuff. But also, you know, as we get up in age as well, we still have people that that have no love for their parents, you know, not, you know, respecting them, not doing anything for them, just leaving them to their own vices and, and to deal with their own problems at the ages that they are. So we see it all over. Right. So it says disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good. We was just talking about that. Traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. I mean, that's we, that's just way, way up there, right? Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. So all of these things we see, just, just reading 
in those five verses, I mean, we see all of these different things happening on such a high level. And I know that, and I've been, and I've been striving to encourage the people of God. I've been trying to encourage those that may consider themselves not saved or may consider themselves atheists or not really sure about God. Like, listen, for those that are saved, stick with God, you know, uh, continue to build your relationship with him. Those that are not saved, you need to pray. You need to, you know, you need to really rethink things and, and how, you see the world and and how you see God or how you don't see God, because what the Bible says is happening. What is said would happen is happening. And one thing we have to do, and I talked about this last podcast, is what Jesus said in John chapter 15, 15 and four. What does he say? He says, abide in me. We talked about this and I'm not going to dig in into it too deep. You can go and listen to the last podcast episode, but he says, abide in me. And I and you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. And he is the true vine. No more can ye except ye abide in me. That word abide means to remain, to continue, to stay, to submit. Like this is not the time to be walking away from God. This is not the time to be playing with God and playing with your faith and, you know, um, entertaining all of these weird videos that are coming out. We see that God is, ex- is exposing ministries, you know, uh, their practices, the things that they're doing behind the scenes. This is all happening for a reason because God wants us to connect with him truly through his word, to have a true relationship with him, not through another man, not through a ministry, not through somebody that we see on such a high level that we're idolizing them because we feel like they have the direct connection to God. Even though the scripture tells us if we have the Holy Spirit, we can talk to the Lord. We can come before the Lord, repent, all of these different things. No, we don't hold anybody in high regard in the place of God. We need to be building these relationships with God on our own. And that's the unfortunate thing. When you really start to think about ministry, when you really start to look back over the years, churches, preachers, a lot of times you don't hear them say when service is over, during service, make sure you go home and read the word for yourself. Make sure you go back and look over the notes that you took today. I'm not saying there wasn't none because obviously there are some, but there was not many. And that is where the problem is. We're depending on other people to to uh, uh, basically uh, live our relationship for us. Yes, we need the preacher. Yes, it's good to hear from the preacher. I'm I'm a preacher. I'm here talking to you right now about the word. But at the same time, you have to build that relationship for yourself. You have to get into that word for yourself. You have to spend time and pray with God for yourself so that you can begin to be strengthened in him so that you can take on his joy and his peace so that you can see life uh, through the word's perspective, through his perspective. So you can see things not like how your grandmother taught you or your or, or, or your grandfather taught you or your mother or whoever, but seeing it through the lens of God, seeing it through the eyes of God, according to the scriptures, that's the type of relationship we have to build. What we see had, that has happened so much, especially in the church, is that people have allowed people to preach to them about certain topics and scriptures and never went behind them to check if the scripture meant what they said it meant. And a lot of times we're finding out now through exposure, God exposing people, God bringing true light to scriptures that, listen, these guys was just making things up. And they were making, like Peter said, uh, uh, they were making merchandise of, of the people. 
you know, selling them to themselves to give them money, which is very weird. So we have to abide in him. We have to build this relationship with Christ on our own. We have to continue to fellowship with him, continue to spend time. Verse five, he says, I am the vine. Ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. And we explained what he meant by that in the last podcast. Verse six, he says, if a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch. This is key. If a man abide not in me, listen, we are in the last times we are seeing things come to a close. And I know people say, oh, you know, we've heard that so many times over and over. Well, listen, don't take my word for it. Just pay attention to what's going on and be honest with yourself. Over the years of you living, has anything ever gotten better spiritually or morally or have slowed down in that way? Absolutely not. But now it just seems like it's taking on a, even a more aggressive, uh, uh, evil spirit. Like it just seemed like things are just just, you know, like they're just going up notches like super fast. The stuff that we're hearing, we didn't hear in the past. The stuff that we see people doing, we didn't see them doing in the past. We might have heard about it here and there, but it's just happening at a, such a rapid rate that it's insane. But he says, if a man abide not in me, if you don't abide in him, if you don't remain in him, you don't stay in him, you don't have a relationship with him, you're not submitted to him. He says he is cast forth as a branch and is withered and men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. Listen, there's no time right now to play, you know, with the Lord, you know, um, this is not about, you know, you doing every single thing, right. But this is about your faith. This is about your trust in him, not in yourself, your trust in him, your true belief and faith in him, that no matter what happens in my life, God has it under control. No matter what happens in my life, God will take care of it. That faith, you know, that does not quit that faith in him though, not in ourselves, not looking at ourselves saying, Oh, I missed the mark or "Oh, I messed up, but no looking to him for that guidance. You know, we know what Proverbs three, five, and six says, it says, you know, acknowledge God in all your ways, you know, and he shall, well, first it says, lean not to your own understanding, acknowledge God in all your ways, and he shall, he will direct your paths. What we have to do now, guys, is put our total faith and focus in the Lord. Stop putting it in people. Stop putting it in ourselves. We talked about that some weeks ago. Listen, man will fail you. It doesn't mean that we can't depend on man. Some of us are married. Some of us have kids, parents, you know, co-workers. Yes, we depend on them to a certain extent, but we don't depend on them to where we put them in the place of God, to where we put them as to, well, they can't fail so that when they do fail, we're just devastated and we can't go on. We can't live. No, you can't put no man in that place. Your focus has to be on God. That type of reverence has to be only to the Lord. And that's what we've seen over the years. I've been in church 20 years. I've been saved 21 years. What I've seen over the years is people have put too much confidence in man, too much confidence in themselves. And when you do that, you are destined for failure. So what I'm encouraging you guys to do is listen, 
focus on the Lord. Lord, what is it that you want me to do? What is it that you're having to do? Lord, show me the truth about this. Help me not to try to get the truth about this on the internet. Help me to stop watching these conspiracy TikTok videos or or conspiracy YouTube videos and all that, especially if it's taking you to a place where it's not helping you in your relationship with God. That's what I see going on a lot on the internet. People are trying to figure out how the mark is coming, who going to give the mark, is it in the chip? Is it in this? Is it in that? Listen, newsflash, everybody. Newsflash, ladies and gentlemen. No matter how it's coming, when it's coming, you are not going to be able to avoid it without the help of God. So if you do not have a relationship with God, you do not have his spirit residing in you, you are not going to be avoiding taking it. You won't be able to avoid taking the mark because guess what? The type of deception and pressure that's going to come that revelations talk about, you're only going to survive if you have God in your life. If you are one with God, you cannot survive on your own. I don't care how much information you think you gather, how much you think you know that's going on or what you think they're going to do. If you do not have the power of God working in your life, how many know you will fall to whatever is going to happen in those times. And it talks about that in Revelation, that those that were one with God, those were the ones that were able to say, no, I, I don't want the mark. You know, I'm going to take death, you know, you know, do whatever you got to do with me. I'm not taking the mark to eat or drink. And it's easy to look at all that stuff and say, oh, they're going to do this. They're going to do that. And I'm just not going to take it. But when the rubber meets the road, when the pressure is there and they talk about eating, they talk about feeding your kids, all these different things, it's only going to be by the grace and power of God that you're going to be able to withstand in those times. So stop trying to figure out things on your own. Ask God, God, lead me, guide me, show me what's really going on. Strengthen me. Give me the boldness for when whatever is coming, when it comes that I can stand tall and say, listen, for Jesus, I live and for Jesus, I die. Remember what uh, uh, Paul said to Timothy in Second uh, Timothy 4 and 7. He says, listen, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. This is all about fighting and finishing. I have kept the faith. That's how we fight. And that's how we finish is by our faith. Because when we have our faith in God, when we are asking him for leaders to lead us and guide us, you know, we're going to fight the right way because we're going to have him training us and showing us what to do. And we're going to finish our course because we're going to walk the steps that he has already ordered for us. We're not going to get off to the left or to the right. Remember the, the Bible, uh, in the Bible, the uh, Old uh, Testament, there was a story about the man that, uh, the old prophet that God said, listen, I want you to go to this place. I want you to do this, this, and that. But while you're there, don't eat anything there. Don't drink anything, you know, you know, and, and that's just what it is. That was the word of the Lord. Don't eat nothing there. Don't drink nothing there. Do what you got to do and come on back home. And, but long story short, he meets up with another prophet. The prophet convinces him that, listen, I'm a prophet also. And God told me that you should sit down and eat and do all of these things with me. But the Bible says he was lying to him. And some may say, oh, 
oh, that's messed up. You know, this prophet would, would lie to the other man of God. But listen, God had already gave him instructions. But what does he do? He listens to this prophet. He eats. And as soon as he does this, the prophet turns around and now prophesies the realness that, listen, you're not going to get to your father's tomb. You're going to die, you know, uh, on your journey uh, after you leave here. And I'm paraphrasing. You're going to die you know, on your journey after you leave here. And that's exactly what happened to him. He died. You know what I mean? He was killed by a lion. And it's just unfortunate that God, he gives us instructions that he leads us and guides us. You know, he says, listen, as long as you acknowledge me in all your ways, I shall direct your paths. Just take time out and talk to me. He says, I promise you I'm going to lead you the right way. But a lot of times we'd rather listen to the internet. We'd rather listen to these fake preachers that's saying anything to line their pockets. We'd rather listen to, to uh, mom and dad because they'll tell you, oh, I've been living longer than you. No, I don't care who it is. It has to be Jesus first. It has to be the word first, or we'll end up just like the man of God that got killed on the side of the road for not following the instructions that God gave him. If he would have just followed the word of God, exactly what God told him, guess what? He would have finished his course. He would have did exactly what God called him to do. He went and did that. He would have, that would have been a great fight. That's a good fight. He would have finished his course. He would have got home. He would have kept his faith. But what does he do? He listens to this prophet and he gets deceived. And the Bible was clear that this guy was lying to him. And unfortunately, that's what happened to him. And that's what's going on nowadays. We are listening to too many people that are telling us opposite of what God has already told us through his word. If it doesn't line up with the word, if it's contrary to the word, do not listen to it. Do not follow it. I'm I'm, I'm going to continue whether it's through this podcast, whether it's through in the word, whether it's through eat up Mondays, my, my job is to encourage you guys, keep your faith, continue to stand strong in the Lord. Don't let anybody talk you out of what God has done for you in your life. Just remember your testimonies. We know what God did for us. I know where he brought me from. I remember when I lost my mind in the streets, smoking PCP two years straight, I lost my mind. And here I am 20 years later, preaching the gospel with a wife, uh, uh, two sons, a daughter, a granddaughter. Like, listen, this, this was a life that they told me I never would be able to live that I, that I was going to die earlier on. I saw the scriptures in, in my mom's house in my room in the drawer after I had left home the scriptures that she was standing on and people that was praying with her at the church and things of that nature. But on the outside, those that was looking at me on the streets and on the outside that didn't have a prayer life, they swore that I would be dead and I would be gone. But by the grace of God, I am here. So if he brought me this far, why would I listen to those that meant me no good? Why would I listen to a world that cares nothing about me? No, I have to listen to Jesus. I need my direction from Jesus. Everything I need in this life, he's going to give me. He's, he, he, promised that he would supply all of our needs. Yes, we do have some wants. We do have some desires outside of those needs. And it's not to say that those things can't happen, but a lot of times some of those things don't, because listen, if we be honest, we, some of us just don't work hard enough. Some of us want to just go plant a seed and we let these preachers tell us, just plant the seed a thousand fold is coming to, no, everything is, it takes work. Even having a relationship and keeping a relationship with God, guess what? It takes work. 
It takes praying. It takes talking to the Lord. It takes reading the scriptures. It takes work. It all takes work. And that's why we have to continue to stand strong in the Lord. When Jesus was talking to the disciples in Matthew 24 about the end times and the love of many waxing cold and, and people betraying one another, you know, he says that he that endures to the end shall be saved. And that's the key is enduring to the end, remaining to the end. Listen to the definition to, of, of endure, to hold out against to bear without resistance, to go through all of these things we got to go through in this world, the persecution, the seeing how it's just decaying and, and, and being destroyed, to bear without resistance, you know, to not get outside of God's word or, you know, to, oh, I, I need to do something about this or I need to figure something out. No, no, no. To bear without resistance or with patience. Suffer without yielding, suffer patiently. Another word for endure is to suffer. That is just a part of our journey as followers of Christ. When you read Romans chapter eight and you start off in those first few verses, it talks about those that suffer with Christ will reign with Christ. Like I told you guys earlier, we're not looking, we don't, I'm not looking for it. I'm not asking for it, but I know it's a part of the journey. So what I am asking for is strength from God to maintain when those times come strength from God to, to, to say, listen, I trust the Lord. I, I I believe he knows what he's doing. He did it in the past. He'll do it again. Even if I can't figure it out or understand it, I'm going to stand on God's word. It's not easy. It's not easy, but it has to be done if we're going to make it home, guys. But to finish out this definition, suffer without yielding, suffer patiently to ride out. We want to ride this thing out to abide. There it is again. And another word for endure, it means to abide, abide. And we talked about that, to remain, to continue with the Lord, to stay, to submit. And that's what I'm encouraging you guys to do today. Continue to hold on to God's unchanging hand. I don't care if you listen to last week, podcast episode. And it sounds like uh, I'm being a broken record telling you the same thing. You know why? Because what's happening around us, you have to continually be reminded. Like like they said in the scriptures, I don't feel bad reminding you this over and over again, because I love you. I would rather remind you of this to hold on to the Lord, keep your faith in the Lord so that you can get home rather than get up here and just start making stuff up. Get ready. And Jesus is going to, and ain't nothing wrong with blessings and none of that, but I can get up here and just start talking all that. The views will start, you know, getting bigger. I'll be making some money, but no, that's not what's important. Time is moving too fast. You know, everything, everything outside of us being rich spiritually in the natural is a cherry on top. If God decides to bless me with uh, some type of money tomorrow or some type of wealth, that's just a cherry on top. But that's the stuff I can't focus on. I'm trying to get home. This place is passing away. It is dying. People are going out of control, out of their mind. I'm trying to get home. 
so that I can experience what it talks about in Revelation when there will be no more sun, there will be no more moon because he will be the light. And not only will he be the light, but he will no longer be in heaven, but he will be right there with us, fellowshipping with us, will be right there with the Lord, seeing him eye to eye. He's standing right there chilling with us like, man, tears wiped away, all of that. Nothing can compare to that. That's what I'm looking forward to. Everything else is a cherry on top, not against money, not against people having a good time in their lives, you know, within the word. We're not talking about nothing, no type of sin and nothing crazy, not against none of that. That should not be our focus. Our focus first is our relationship with Christ and knowing him, not going outside of his word, not, not living in iniquity. That's what this life is all about is getting home to live eternally with our Lord and Savior Jesus. But I pray that this encourage somebody, guys, serious business. It's always been serious business, but even the more now, because for one, it's not even about when Jesus is coming because our days as individuals could end tomorrow. So we're always in the last days. You know, so it doesn't it doesn't have to mean uh, right up until when Jesus comes. We're always living in the last days because we never know when our time is going to be up. So get your relationship right with Christ. If you don't know Christ as your Lord and Savior, the Bible is clear that if you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. And that's what is so important that if you confess the Lord Jesus with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. If God has been tugging on your heart, you know, you've been seeing things and experiencing things that, listen, your faith is growing in Jesus Christ. Listen, confess him with your mouth that he is Lord. Believe it in your heart. You are saved. You shall be saved. The journey doesn't stop there. We know we have to continue to walk this thing out, continue to grow in the Lord, continue to grow stronger. Because when you get on this side of things, guess what? The enemy is going to try to do whatever he can to get you back. But the Bible is clear that he can't just take you out of the Lord's hands. So what he does is he's going to try to use anything in this world that he can to get you to walk away from God. Because he can't just come and snatch you. You don't have power like that. Matter of fact, if you're saved and you have the Holy Ghost, you have power over him. That's why he likes to talk. He talks, he talks, he talks, he talks. He lies, he lies, he lies, he lies to try to get you to walk out of that hedge that God has around you. But know that I love you guys. And until the next time we hop on the podcast, together. Shalom.